When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Tuesday. What is the new third quarterback rule yeah. going to impact that? Because, I mean, I think for the last few years it's been two guys yep. across the board. But you as a quarterback guy, as an offensive guy, how, how You much? can go a step further. As a third quarterback guy, yeah, that would, that, the shoe fits, wear it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question now because I, I spent a lot of I spent a lot of time uh, I spent a lot of time kind of really diving in on that the other day because there are some really unique rules to that, uh, but our particular setup is exactly uh, the setup where it benefits because Jaron can be on our roster, um, but then and, and but more importantly be in uniform as that emergency third quarterback on game day. Wow, look at you guys! Just a couple of sparring last week. Yeah, yep. sparring. No, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to throw Kirk under the bus. You guys are, and now you got. He's glad that you asked the question. Yeah, he's a third quarterback guy. Man, well, tipped his hand a little bit too. So I thought that was a very interesting, insightful answer. He he pretty much just confirmed that Jaron Hall's on the 53 man roster. Yeah, they're going to keep three quarterbacks, which means they're going to keep one less position somewhere else. Well, I guess we could back up a step. They're going to keep three quarterbacks. Yeah, that's a good point. Is it going to be these three quarterbacks? Well, they have they have four quarterbacks now because they got the Tiamu came over a couple days yeah. ago. So there's also an Ian Rappaport. He does not just float stuff. I think we're going to go deeper on that maybe tomorrow morning on Purple Daily, not on this live stream, but but Ian Rappaport recklessly speculating on Trey Lance Vikings. Now that Sam Darnold has been given the backup quarterback spot, so we'll we're going to dissect that, put some feelers out, and then do more on that tomorrow. But mm-hmm. hey, there's yeah, three quarterback slots confirmed today by Kevin O'Connell up for grabs. Yes, because again, the third QB rule is he has to be on the 53 man roster. But if he is, he doesn't count on the game day roster. But he can play if there is a crisis, i.e., the 49ers game from Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game last year. So yes. It makes a lot of sense that they're going to keep three quarterbacks. The question is, where does that roster spot come from? That is the dilemma. Uh, So Judd's Camp Notes is here live after the first of two joint practices between the Vikings and the Cardinals. You have braved the warm temperatures. Uh, We have, I'm guessing, uh, pretty high up in the notebook, a TJ Hawkinson update that we're going to get to. But before we turn it over to Judd's Camp Notes, the world-renowned and world-famous Judd's Camp Notes. Mm-hmm. Let's shout out our friends over at TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Learn more at TCL.com and inspire greatness with TCL. And you know what? I, what would be really good today, humid, hot, sweaty, just a nice, crisp, cold can of Surly's Before I Die Lager to cool you down, bring the body temperature back down to level. I only wish that those cans, those uh, glorious Before I Die cans had been available because there is a media water cooler that the Vikings are kind enough to put out during practice on a day like this. But what if instead of water, it was the delicious Before I Die? Can you imagine the amount of media that would come out, the fans who would storm the field just to get their hands on one of those great cans, and it's a fantastic beer. And, yes, it is is what Judd likes to sip on lots of times while preparing his camp notes. Check it out from our friends at Surly. Let's get it. Yeah, we're live right now on the Purple Daily YouTube channel here. A little 
little late afternoon live stream. You'll be able to find this obviously in audio form on Apple and Spotify. Please click the subscribe button on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and the like button if you are listening to this on demand. Uh, or I should say a, a five-star rating and a positive review would be great on Apple Podcasts. I see we have a, a 1,300 Spotify reviews, and they're like all five stars. So thank you guys. If you're a Spotify listener, we really appreciate that. Uh, Judd, the camp notes are, are yours. Where do you want to start? All right. Uh, let's start off with uh, what you mentioned before, TJ Hawkinson, because TJ Hawkinson, again, was not taking part in team drills. And remember, now we are into the we're in the final days of training camp and it is the second joint practice in two weeks. Tennessee last week, Arizona uh, today and tomorrow. TJ Hawkinson, again, doing individual work as he was yesterday during a walkthrough. But then whenever they get into it, team drills at all, TJ Hawkinson uh, takes a powder. He leaves or he at least watches. He does not participate. And, of course, um, up until now, it has been some type of inner ear infection that, uh, quote, unquote, threw off his equilibrium. He could not balance. He could balance well enough to take part in some drills, but he couldn't take part in team drills. Well, the narrative changed today uh, because our friend Kevin Seifert of ESPN, who does a fantastic job, and before me, keep in mind, lead beat writer at the Star Tribune covering the Vikings. So, like, it was Seifert before me. Um, he asked O'Connell about Hawkinson's continued absence, and it has now been changed to a, the ear is fine, he's back from the ear, but, oh, hold on a second, wait. It's now back stiffness. There. Uh-huh. Back stiffness Mm. is now impeding TJ Hawkinson. Uh, He might take part tomorrow in team drills. We don't know. I'm going to put my house on. He won't be uh, unless there's a contract done. And um, and I will give you what um, O'Connell said when Seifert followed up with, are you sure it's not about the contract? But Phil, why don't you first tell us what Diana Rossini just tweeted, because I think this goes hand in hand perfectly. Yeah. So she tweeted the Vikings and tight end TJ Hawkinson have been working out. I'm sorry, have been working on an extension, but both sides are far apart. According to league sources, Hawkinson wants to reset the market with an historic contract extension for tight ends. So that would be, 40 plus million dollars guaranteed. We're talking, I mean, uh, Waller is making 17 million a year. So that, that would be the, the parameters we're talking about. And then independent. So then period, he has been limited at practice because of an ear infection and back soreness. So that is not, I mean, she doesn't say he's sitting out because of the contract. She's saying, here's where the contract situation is at. It's definitely a thing. The two sides are far apart space. And he's been sitting out for, what, since August 3rd, I think? So for like three yeah. weeks three with weeks, an ear correct. infection and back soreness. Yes. Yes, he's been, but he's been well enough to take part in individual drills, which, by the way, are football. They're not contact, but they are football. And now his back has uh, flared up. So off of that, Seifert asked O'Connell a follow-up, which was essentially something along the lines of, are you sure this isn't contract? Because, you know, come on, let's just call a spade a spade here. To which O'Connell, re- O'Connell responded, my dialogue with TJ in regards to his training camp or whatever that's looked like has really been about the ear infection first and working through that. And some of his rehab work kind of popped up to maybe cause some lower back stiffness. He has not indicated to me one time that is about the contract. And look, we would love to have him in every drill, but we've got to have a process where we get these guys healthy, feeling really good to go compete as we head towards the season. So what this is is... This, again, is why you never want full control of the operation. What Kevin O'Connell is saying is, TJ has never told me this. Now, my guess is Kwesi and Rob Brzezinski have walked down the hallway and said, we got ourselves a good old-fashioned hold-in. But but O'Connell's just saying, hey, TJ's never said that to me. So what's going on here? Again, we've been talking about this for weeks now, but it's important because he's an incredibly important player. Uh, What's going on here is he is holding in. He is taking part in some drills. He is showing his dissatisfaction without having a contract. And the only real question is, if this is not done by September the 10th, what happens then? So, like, this is going to continue. But keep in mind, too, and this is not the current regime, but, you know, the Rick Spielman Brzezinski 
team did contract ex extensions. I remember in particular Adrian Peterson and Dalvin Cook like a day before the regular season opened. Yeah. So that this could get done. I guess my question is if it's not done, and he really is. Now, Rossini, that's interesting that she says he's trying to reset the market. I didn't know that. So if he's yeah, really, we've, we've we've speculated on that though that he's right. he's the ne he's the next guy in line and the the, the, right. the train keeps moving with these contracts. But you know if he's shooting for the moon, there's a chance the Vikings are like we can't do that. So I'm just curious again, what's the end game here? If they're like, dude, we can't. Like we'll you know we'll do a fair contract, but we're not going to allow you to reset the tight end market. What's the end game there? You know, my biggest question here for, for Declan probably is uh, do the people who are critical of Judd's coverage of TJ Hawkinson owe him an apology? Judd, you're just drumming up drama. You're just you're making this contract thing a thing. How do you know it's a thing? Did Diana Rossini confirming that the two sides are far apart? Now, no one has confirmed that this is the reason why he's been sitting out for three weeks. But do, do people owe Judd Zolgad an apology <laughs> is what I want to know. I don't know if it's an apology. I think it is an, it's an acknowledgement. You need to acknowledge your sports dad here, okay? Acknowledge me, whether it's in Minnesota, whether it's outside the Midwest. Acknowledge what sports dad is talking about here. And don't just chalk it up above all. You're stirring up rumors or you're stirring up clickbait. By the way, I'm in charge of the ladder on that, okay? So get your facts right if you want to charge, if you want to go down that path. Yeah, but no, Declan's yeah. the clickbait officer yeah. around yeah, here. Darn it. Okay, exactly. get, get, make sure that's right. But Judd doesn't owe anyone an apology. Judd doesn't owe anyone anything else. People owe Judd. They should acknowledge Judd that he's been onto this. And yes, he's been onto it. It's 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 good to see. I, you know what? I don't want a sorry. I I don't want that. My job here is to is to dish out the truth. We are sports therapists. That your your therapist doesn't have to be your favorite person. Sometimes they tell you the truth and you're like, that's not true. And acceptance takes a while. So what Purple Daily does, and God bless a lot of you out there because you enjoy it, but what Purple Daily does is it it delves into truths that a lot of people who are uh, fans and or work in our business in this town don't want to delve into. And the reality is this. TJ Hawkinson is a very important player. And until this is done, this is a conversation now. Like, this is – I don't think it's going away. It clearly is not. I mean, we have now invented another problem for him. Like, what's next? Nice. A knee? Well, I mean, how much – do you think – I do believe he had an ear infection – I don't know. I guess maybe it's possible. He had, they don't have to put an official injury report out, so you can literally my, just say anything you my want. My body hurts every day I wake up. Like, there would be a reason you, why you, I... You were out there at practice. You exactly. Covered, you like, covered everyone's the whole thing. body. These guys are professional football players. They do, like, one day of training camp, and most of them, especially guys like Hawkinson, they probably hurt somewhere, right? When you texted me your afternoon Judd video, I was a little concerned when I saw the thumbnail. I was like, oh, my God, is Judd okay? There's a lot of sweat up. Oh, yeah, God, it was, was sweaty out there. You know what? It wasn't was as bad a sweaty, as I expected. A sweaty one, a sweaty video? It was a very sweaty video. It was a very sweaty video. And I actually had gone inside and and stuck my head in the sink, basically, to rinse my hair. So it looked worse. Like, but, in, the, like in the media bathroom of Twin yeah. Cities Orthopedic? You just, yeah. You just, well, they got, like, you just four like, sinks. They've got, like, four sinks. So, so one of them's ruined forever, and now they have It's three. not ruined. <laughs> it's not ruined. I stuck my head in there. Nothing more. I'm trying I to envision... Just like took the top of my head in there and like got I got my hair. Other esteemed media members walking in, Judge just like he's like on all fours on the counter, just his it head's like, underneath the It closet. ain't like I'm working with Red Smith there. Red Smith. It's, a, you know, it's an unnecessary shot at the local. No, media. I like my pals in the media, but none of us are exactly none of them are legendary um, though. Like exactly right. Exactly right. So anyway, so the Hawkinson update is I guess. Diana Rossini, from a national standpoint, has taken the step that we've been talking about, but that is that the contract is very much involved in what is transpiring here. Um, and if if TJ Hawkinson is looking to be the highest paid tight end by a, a decent margin, this is going to have a very intriguing conclusion. I don't know. I don't know he's going to get what he wants. I have a hard time believing he's not going to be playing September 10th. Yeah, I I, I think he plays no matter what, but. I have a couple questions off this. Number one, let's start with this one. Is it a big deal just from a, an offensive cohesiveness standpoint that he has missed three weeks and counting and likely 
likely the rest of the, if, he, if he's got a lower back problem or whatever it is, he's not going to practice tomorrow in the, they're not just oh. going to throw him out there in a live scrimmage, right? He's not going to play in the preseason game. Like, is it a big deal that he's going to miss at least a month of practice? I don't think it helps. Now, O'Connell tried to dismiss it as, hey, he joined us uh, in Washington, what, approximately halfway through the season last year, and he was great, and I fully expect he'll be great, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, we've talked about this, and people have called BS, but I don't care. Any type of distraction can be a problem. And, like, this is a guy you want practicing. Like, this is of, of the guys that I want practicing – this is a guy that I want, and I will say this as far as, as um, you know, Johnny Munt, who is now the best third tight end in National Football League history, Johnny Munt has looked good, but I will say the more I watch, Josh Oliver is getting a hell of a chance to play the Hawkinson role. Like today, he was catching passes right and left. He was blocking some, but, I mean, he's supposed to be a – blocking tight end and we know from his uh, collegiate career he can catch passes well watching him today in practice he's catching passes so yeah so again i think hawkinson's gonna play on september 10th i think it hurts him not to practice for this long but if you're looking for the positive trade-off josh oliver is getting some great reps that he would not have, have gotten if tj was practicing my last thing on this it's less of a question more of a take i guess is what did everyone expect when it came to his contract? Okay, he's a he's a he's a top ten, former top ten pick, right? Super talented, one of the most, I would say, in terms of like draft status, he's one of the more highly coveted young tight ends in recent NFL history. Um, he's one of the top five receiving tight ends in the NFL. He he's going to wind up going over a thousand yards probably this season. Right, he's he's in the middle of his prime. He's twenty six years old and the Vikings traded for him going into a contract situation, on what planet would he not ask to be paid among the top of the tight end market? Like, like we do this every week. Like, oh, well, this quarterback's not worth that money. It doesn't matter. The salary cap goes up. The new quarterback, if, as long as you're a top 15 yeah. quarterback, Matthew Stafford became the highest paid quarterback once. Matt Ryan became the highest paid quarterback once. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, like it happens at every position. So I don't understand why, like, if you're the Vikings front office, why are you far apart? What did you, unless their well, whole plan was to not give him a contract extension. I don't get, I guess, why is there confusion over why he would ask to be paid among the top tight ends in the NFL? Well, I guess I would like to know what he's asking for. Like, is he asking to be among the uh, top tight ends or is he looking to establish, you know, above Travis Kelsey above? Cause he's not the best tight end, but here's what I, so to answer your rhetorical question though, here's what I expected. Okay. I thought some of these contracts would be done by now. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, who look, I mean, they've got, they've got some time. He's not holding out or in this case, holding in the Daniel Hunter one got done late. Hawkinson's not, not, not an extension. These, but exactly. There's been no, He's, That's he, I don't think he. I don't think Quasey in a year and a half has given any extensions. But that's uh, Kirk. So, so I guess my point is to answer your rhetorical question. I thought some of these would be done. Like I did not think the Hawkinson one. If if you had said at the start of camp, okay, the Hunter thing is going to be a problem for a few weeks, I'd be like, of course it is. I, I fully expect that. But but Judd, but sports dad, you know what's going to be the real pain in the ass? I'd be like, no, what? The Hawkinson contract. I'd be like, no, it's not. That's going to get done. So, yes, I am. I I expected that we would get the Brian O'Neill contract tweaked to open up some more cap room, and I expected that at least one or two of these extensions would get done. I am very surprised that we sit here today, and essentially to what you just were talking about, Phil, nothing's been done. Yeah, it's uh no, it'll be really interesting to see what happens here in the next two to three weeks. Before we dig deeper into Judd's camp notes and get to the non Hawkinson stuff from today, a shout out to our friends at Manscaped. Old Macadac brought his uh, little Manscaped beard hedger along on this trip to Denver for the podcast movement. And I can tell people think that this beard's pretty sharp out here in the Rockies. <laughs> All right, they haven't said anything to me, but I can tell the way they're looking at my beard. You know, and you can also maybe invest fill in one of these handymen, right? Okay, the little handyman. It fits in your pocket. It's nice. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's the less. It's not even as big as your palm. And there's you nothing. You carry worse. yours around in your pocket all all day. the time, 
all the yeah. time. I, you know, and Vinny now perks up because he hears an electric razor. Don't worry, oh. Vinny. No manscape for the puppy. <laughs> just, just for dad. He's got engagement pictures coming up. He's got to make sure he looks good. My friends at Manscaped are making sure that it happens. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code purple. And you will get 20% off any item at Manscaped. Go to the checkout page. There's a promo tab right when you hit checkout and type in the promo code purple for 20% off any product at Manscaped. Shout out to our friends at manscaped.com for making Purple Daily happen. You know, trimming your beard is one way to look skinnier than maybe you actually are, but Livia is a way to actually get skinnier and lose actual weight. Like this guy. Look at that guy right there. Exactly right. Down 40 pounds and look, it's a program that absolutely works. How do I I know it works? Well, one, it worked for me. Two, it's worked for a lot of uh of the fans of Score North, and we certainly appreciate that. And three, it's been voted the best weight loss program three consecutive years. That's right. Livia voted the best weight loss program in the state three consecutive years, 14 years of changing lives. And now if you want to drop weight, they are looking to change your life for the positive with three months free right now. That's right. Three months for free right now. The program works. It's absolutely fantastic. It's been again, recognized three consecutive years, best weight loss program in the entire state. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia Dot com and also if you are not in the state so so you're like well i'd love to join judd but i am in i don't know where phil is denver guess what it doesn't matter everything can be done virtually so inside the state or out if you're trying to drop weight go with a program that sports dad swears by livia.com this is tom bernard can't get enough of sports talk with phil Mackey and judd zolgad tune in to the new tom bernard show podcast monday through friday as phil and judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. All right, let's keep going here through Judd's camp notes, and thank you guys for hanging out with us live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Click the like button and the subscribe button to help us grow this platform. Thank you very much. All right, Sports Dad. Okay, so I think we should uh, circle back on the clip that Declan played to open the show about O'Connell carrying three QBs because a lot of 53 projections for next Tuesday are, are out now. Our friend Dane Mizutani, the Pioneer Press, just did his. I believe uh, our friend Alex Lewis of The Athletic is going to do his. I think Seifert's comes out on Saturday. So a lot of projections out. I've done, of course, three of them on this show. And every time I've kept a third QB just because I think O'Connell will. Well, after, I'm not sure what you guys thought exactly, but after we did hear his answer today, there is no question in my mind unless he's flat out fibbing. And look, when it comes to like the Hawkinson thing, there's a give and take, right? He's going to fib about that. Um, I wish he wouldn't, but he's, go- he's going to. It's just the way life works. On the quarterback thing, I think it's near and dear to his heart. And I don't think Kevin O'Connell, if there were two draft picks that I had to say, you know what? Those are Kevin's picks. Jordan Addison in the first round, I think was his pick. And Jaron Hall in the fifth round. Yeah. And so I think that Jaron Hall, who, by the way, is, you know, had an up-and-down camp. There are attributes for sure. There are things like today in full-speed drills where it's like this game is far too fast. But I think that the third QB rule is basically one of the reasons why they took a fifth-round quarterback is that rule because that gives them, and O'Connell especially, to say the freedom to say, I'm not going to cut this guy and try to get him through to the practice squad. So I am now convinced that they're going to go with uh, three QBs. And I believe in my 53-man projections, I have been shorting them a running back compared to what they did last year. Yeah. Um, but that's a, this is about as sure as I have been that the Vikings and a lot of teams are going to go back to keeping three QBs instead of two. Hey, uh, did Jaron Hall get in to the uh, to the group practice today? Or was it mostly Kirk Cousins and Nick Mullins? Jaron Hall got a play? few reps. It was mostly Cousins. Uh, there was a ton of Cousins. There was some Nick Mullins. And Jaron Hall got reps, but not a lot. Um, I'm guessing he's going to start Saturday, though. And yeah. Jordan Tamu is here to back him up. I, I don't even know if Jordan's going to play. He might play the fourth quarter. But I think Jaron Hall, I think the plan is to get him a boatload of work on Saturday, which will be good. Um, but I, I think the moment he was drafted, his roster position 
was safe, unless they trade for Trey Lance. Yeah, but we'll talk or, about that. Yeah, tomorrow. Well, yeah, that is uh, <laughs> I mean, it's an I interesting just, one. Yeah. How about real quick on the Trey Lance front? Because we we've actually had this discussion for probably two years, like literally going back two years ago. The first time we ever talked about Kirk to San Francisco was the end of 2020. It was like November of 2020, and they were kind of struggling or whatever. And you know, we've just been connecting the dots. But then there was a phase where, okay, Trey Lance was on board. Would there be maybe like a Trey Lance, Kirk Cousins swap or something? But but now, you could probably get Trey Lance for, I don't know, a sixth round pick or something. Garage sale price. He, right? he was in my backyard a couple of weeks ago, and no one bought him when Donna and her friend were having a garage sale. That's how cheap Trey Lance is going to be. Yes, yes, sixth round pick, a seventh round pick, and and by the way, I bet San Francisco would pick up some of his salary cap hit for the season. The other thing too is I keep seeing while well, he's near the end of his contract. Okay, if they acquire him, he ain't going to play. He's going to sit. And O'Connell is literally going to try to groom him, which I think O'Connell will be tempted by. And the thing about it is he, his next contract is going to be very reasonable. So wait a second, just real quick. So he's, is Trey Lance going into year three or four? Year f- this is year, th- year three, right? Hold, hold so on you, a so you'd, you'd have to make a decision on his fifth-year option. You do what the Packers after did. After the um, season. You, you, you do what the Packers did with Love. Like a two-year head. You decline it and give him an extension. But the extension would be very reasonable. Yep. It would be like a little bit above backup money. And but, but just, I don't just think, to be clear. Look, he, hasn't, he, never play, he hasn't played in like four years, like meaningful snaps. And I'm on Team Dex here. I don't love this idea, but I see how it's the pieces are coming together in the puzzle here. Ian Rappaport so like, does not throw that out there. Well – on a whim, right? He he's getting information, and he is he's sort of he's taking the information and floating it as a thought, but it's being told to him. Yes, and and at the same time that Rap Sheet was reporting that, and I think Pelissero broke it, and then Rap Sheet speculated about that. Speculated, um, serious NFL radio started talking about the exact same thing, and the Vikings. Yeah. Okay. So it's they're talking. So, well, and look, I've been seeing, you know, well, the Vikings aren't that stupid. They're not going to. First of all, I tweeted this. Kevin O'Connell, unlike Sports Dad, is an optimist. Kevin O'Connell doesn't look at Trey Lance and say, he sucks. Kevin O'Connell says, what can I get from Trey Lance? The other thing, too, is Kevin O'Connell has the ego of a quarterback, okay? Now, he failed as a quarterback, but he's wired like one. Wouldn't he love nothing more than to pick up a Kyle Shanahan reject and rehabilitate him? Yeah, there's a there's a whole tentacle. I mean, how much if Kyle Shanahan can't make it work, can anyone make it work? I mean, that's a legitimate argument. But it to is. your point, if you're Kevin O'Connell, Don't think like that. it's not as much about will it work. It's about does Kevin O'Connell think he can make it work? In fact, you know what? That tra- that that goes perfect with the response I got from O'Connell today that sort of tried to put me in my place a little bit, but I totally get it. So, first of all, breaking news yesterday coming off the field, I tried to stop then linebacker Brian Asamoa to talk about him because he came back to walkthrough. Now, he did not participate today. So the reason why I think he wouldn't talk to me was he still not – entirely healthy um but i did say okay brian i got one question and he turned around how do you pronounce your last name asamoah 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 brian Brian asamoah so he said it's asamoah i did not have time to ask hey why have we been saying asamoah for x amount of years but anyway so during the course of uh the o'connell press conference today I believe it was Andrew Kramer, uh, of course, formerly a 1500 ESPN fame, and now the Star Tribune asked about Asamoah and his progress, blah, blah, blah. And so when O'Connell got done, I said, what's wrong with him? Because O'Connell hadn't and, – and, like, they've been telling us what's wrong with a ton of people, mm-hmm. and they didn't tell us with Asamoah. And O'Connell said a shoulder, but he also corrected me and said, 
I don't see it as what's wrong with him. I see it as what he's coming back from. See, this is oh. the difference between a positive person and a negative person. Like, but this is a guy, but this, that's, that's the, a life, that's, that's a life lesson for all of us right there. Well, and I disagree with him completely. Something's wrong with him. But the fact is the way that Kevin sees life is, and like, he's not going to look at Trey Lance and say, he sucks. He's going to wrong with Trey Lance. Lance. No, what's, where's the opportunity Thank you. to turn Trey Lance yes. into a franchise quarterback? Yeah. Yes. I'm not Maybe. kidding too. Do you think he applies these principles at home with like with like with the wife and the kids too? Yeah, you think probably. he's the same type of person? Yes. Well, it's curious. I think he's uh I think he is, but I think he is also because he played too, I think he falls into the list of people I've talked about who suspend belief. So they don't see the bad. They see the possibility. I like it, man. I think the world could use more Kirk of, and of I a see re- the bad. refreshing positive outlook. Kirk sees the bad, I can tell. Yeah, the, the Netflix series really shined a light on that, right? Oh, my God. This is too far. He's going to miss it. Oh, God. This is terrible. <laughs> but, Get me out of here. If you remember, O'Connell got pissed because O'Connell's like, no. Yeah. He's like, no. It, what? You know, it's fine. It it's fine. It's great. Yeah. It doesn't fit. So, anyway. Okay, I just which, okay. What? Yeah. Oh God, we're so far down the train line. We're going we're gonna to do more on train lines tomorrow. We'll do a full, but just for fun. Would you boot Jaron? Would you boot Jaron Hall off the roster? I'm assuming you're going to keep. You need a credible backup quarterback. You're probably going to keep Mullins, or would you boot Mullins? Which one of those quarterbacks would you boot? You think so? I think, I think they'd boot Mullins. I think they'd but see. You, Lance's... But then you've got a, a J- Jaron Hall can't be put in a game, and I mean, I guess if Trey Lance can't be trusted to play in a game at this point, then why would no. you trade for him? Correct. Right? Correct. That's so interesting. Yeah, I can't. But do then, but also, knock on wood, their quarterback doesn't get hurt. Well, but yeah, but that doesn't, I know to me, that doesn't necessarily mean like if one 350 pound guy rolls up on you, like, you know, his ribs were essentially cracked all last season. He kept playing. Ah, yeah. Oh, (laughs) it's Peter Griffin. (sighs) (sighs) All right, let's keep, let's keep digging here. Trudging through Judd's camp notes. Yeah. Okay. And up and down practice for, the offense. There were times, especially in team drills, where I thought that the uh, the medium depth to short passing game did not look great. But I'll tell you what did. The vertical game looked damn good. Seven on seven, Kirk down the left sideline, deep, nicely thrown ball, probably 50 yards. Seven on seven, right sideline, K.J. Osborne. Now it's the Cardinals, okay, so the Cardinals D-backs are probably not the best. But nonetheless, let's give them credit. Let's give him credit here. Um, so Je- Jefferson, nice catch, nice ball. Osborne, the same thing. Uh, then Kirk had a pass, a route for Jefferson, short route, almost jumped. The the uh, defender dropped the ball, but shortly th- thereafter, a post route, I would say a 50-yard pass in the air to Brandon Powell, caught for a touchdown. Jalen Rager, same thing. So the uh, the vertical game was on point. Short passing game was a little bit dicey at times, but the vertical game looked really good at times today. Uh, and Jalen and, and, and Rager's having a good camp. Like that is that's a thing now. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Kirk, I did see some buzz that maybe we had the annual f bomb today. We did. Is that accurate? Can you can you confirm that? Well, I heard it as the f bomb. It might have been Frick. But it was so close. As as my teacher in sixth grade said one time when I said frickin', she's like, that's the same thing. Don't use that that's, word no, anymore. It's not. It's not the same my thing. sixth grade teacher said it. I at the time I, I believe one it. word, I can't say the other on the radio. It's not the same thing well, at all. I yeah, the, the FCC I think I heard an <laughs> I think I heard an F bomb, okay? I thought I heard an F bomb. A confirmed so, annual F bomb. Because he did it in training camp last year too. Now, and it this got everyone all fired one. up. But that but that was uh that was what was a dad, let's F and go, right? Uh I think it was uh you effing like that. Oh, oh, it was okay, the against trademark. the Niners yeah. with I think mom and dad there, which to me was very much uh hey, you might be my parents, but I'm gonna drop an F bomb in front of I'm you. I'm gonna I'm gonna swear, yeah. This one was a bad play in which the pass got tipped at the line of scrimmage, went straight up in the air, could have been picked. He he shouted an f bomb and took his helmet off and was pissed, which is oh, fine. It's good to see. Let's fire it up, Kirk. I love it, man. I love it. Just once in a while, you know. Just for he doesn't yeah. have to go completely off brand, but just once in a while, just kind of if he can rev it up a little bit to get the guys fired up. 
a well-placed F-bomb yes. would be more meaningful coming from Kirk Cousins than most guys. All right. Just a great, it's a good tool in his, in his motivational tool bag. Amen. Exactly. And I mean, this is the new Kirk too. Like this is the more fun Kirk, the more fired up Kirk. Like this is year two of, of what I consider almost to be like when a sitcom character gets changed, he's like still called Kirk cousins, but this is the new, Kirk. it's a new, it's a new new actor. It's a new actor. Right. And he's got a lot more like bravado and he's a lot more fun. That's the new Kirk cousins. Um, Another note. This is very good news. Brian O'Neill, substantial work in team drills in a joint practice. So he is tracking to be prepared to play September 10th against the Bucks, which considering how Ole Udo played on Saturday against backups for the Titans, and I saw Ole getting some reps today, backup left tackle now. So he's back into the swing thing, the swing yeah. tackle, which is great. Um, but unless there's a setback, Brian O'Neill looks like he is firmly in place. He obviously is not going to play on Saturday, but he is firmly in place to be at right tackle opening day. That is huge. Yeah, so they've they've mapped this out pretty much to a T, right? I'm sure that they had this you know, probably back in OTAs mini camps. We'll ease him into training camp, get him involved in some team stuff about halfway through, maybe get into a joint practice. So it all seems just on the offensive line front, how did the generally the protection hold up compared the t- the Titans were getting the best of the offensive line quite a bit, the first and second teamers. From your eye, how would you say the first team offensive line held up today? average i would say average there were times where the cardinals were definitely in the back in the vikings backfield pretty quickly mm. um i will say on the deep pass plays when the vertical game and press that does take some good blocking there because if if your blocks don't hold up you're not going to get the pass off because it takes time to develop the play um but i did think that there were definitely times where the vikings uh succumbed to the pressure and you know again i would say it's inside I I, just, I don't know how much it's going to improve. I really don't. Pass protection wise, I don't know. I, like I would like to think that Ingram's going to take a huge step, um, but we need to see it, and we need to see it consistently. You know, you, you've gone through the uh, Phil the PFF grades on Ezra Cleveland. They're yeah, it's kind of kind of they're business. really good in run blocking and really average to not so great in pass protection. So yeah, and with Cleveland, it's I I almost worry a little bit more about Cleveland in that regard. Because it's been three years, and this is kind of who he is. He's a good run blocker. He's not great in pass protection. Ed Ingram, one year under his belt, maybe has more room to improve, maybe a higher ceiling that he taps into. But it's going to be, man, it's it's kind of crazy that, again, it's the same question with the same spot going in on a Kirk Cousins-led offense. Okay. Recklessly speculating, because I have no knowledge of this, do you think that, the September 10th game is going to be a huge game for the guards because if you bring Dalton Reisner in right after that game, his salary is not guaranteed. If he is signed right now and he is on the opening day roster, his salary is guaranteed. So we've asked a lot of questions about why is he not signed? I have enough. So you've done some, you've done some great reporting, some great insighting here. Great sleuthing. Well, you're in Denver. All right. I am in Denver. I didn't need to be in Denver for this update. But Well, two updates, crack, actually. Yeah. Dalton Reisner did put his house on the market here, so but that's not, I mean, he's not going back to Denver, so that's not a huge update. But here's an update. This is why the Purple Daily audience is so great. It's like having a bunch of little reporter foot soldiers yeah, out. I love them. You know, so, so Jake Brunst, uh, Brunston, Brunstein, Jake Brew 3 on Twitter, tweets at Dalton Reisner, 66, should be on the next plane here to sign a contract with the Vikings. Dalton Reisner liked the tweet. That's right. Dalton Reisner monitoring pro Vikings tweets. With nothing else to do. Yeah. (laughs) So, hey, he's interested clearly based on this like of a tweet. But the Monday after, right? So, So because his contract is not guaranteed at that point. And, yeah. I mean, that that Tampa Bay game could play – I, I find it interesting that that uh, Chris Cooper, the Vikings offensive line coach, was one of Reisner's coaches in Denver, and they brought Reisner in. They didn't even feel it necessary to work him out. They just talked to him. So, like, I guess my question is what did they talk about? And I could – look, if the Vikings have not done an extension with anyone so far, 
it would make sense that they don't want to guarantee Reisner's contract. So like yeah. if you're connecting the dots, it would make some sense that if they're like, oh my God, Kirk got pummeled against Tampa Bay, that they would take that step. I also can't stress enough because there's there's been so many Vikings fans I've seen, you know, Twitter or whatever, YouTube comments. Why would you not sign Dalton Reisner? Clearly, this is the clear, obvious move. There are reasons why Dalton Reisner is still a free agent on August 23rd going into the third preseason game. Yep. I don't know all those reasons, but I I know that unless he has completely unrealistic contract demands and he's the, he's the only player in the world that's like, I will not play unless I get this much money at the age of 25, 26. Like I, right. There's enough red flags there with him, which is why he's probably on the market still. So let's, let's not act like you're bringing in Steve Hutchinson in his prime, but you don't really need that, right? You just need someone that can hold up better in pass protection. Than, than the two guys you have right now. Yeah, and unfortunately, I mean, the sample size from one game against Tampa Bay is small, but, you know, you also have 17 games, 18 yeah. games last year. I'm just saying I'm trying to figure out the Reisner thing, and the only thing I can think of is that they're that they just said hang tight. And in this league, it's not like to what you're talking about. It's not like Reisner's got, oh, I got all these other opportunities. So it would be interesting, and – he could definitely slide into a guard spot. Yep. Hey, before we uh, clean out the rest of Judd's camp notes here and uh, and get some other fun tidbits from today's practice here, a shout out to our favorite van, the Finch Home Solutions van. Okay, this this van, this van right here, Cody Finch, Cody Finch and his team, and you're saying team, Judd? What do you mean team? I mean, look at this van. You know what? This screams. This screams purple this screams purple daily this screams though a good thing and that is there will never be a hold in there will only be service because while cody is a huge vikings fan he's also huge on serving you for any electrical needs that you have in your home big or small so i'm talking about you know the screen pass of electrical needs which might be an outlet or the vertical pass the 50 yard in the air, rewire my whole home. Finch Home Solutions can absolutely do it all. They're fast, they're courteous, they are fantastic. Right now, a free electrical inspection available, panel inspection, I should say, or a $199 home safety inspection. 612-357-2604, finchhomesolutions.com, an easy-to-fill-out form. They're going to show up at your house. They are going to tell you exactly what you need. They are going to get it done, and they are going to be done. finchhomesolutions.com. Talk about a winning play. Cody and his team got a winning play for you. Going to 3Jack is a winning play as well if you're into, I don't know, great food and drinks and golf in the North Loop, Minneapolis. I mean, it, it's hot out there, right? And as much as Dex Tweets loves to swing the sticks and, you know, flirt with breaking 100, I do like to be a little bit cooler, and I can do that at 3Jack, okay? I don't got to worry about those tea times being bogged down. I don't got to worry about sweating my keister off. I can just be at 3Jack enjoying these great apps, getting my swings in. And you know what? If you're a fantasy football person and you're looking to do your draft, you can book your fantasy football draft in one of these bays. You book two hours, you get the first hour for free. You can put the draft board up there. You can put Kirk Cousins' face up there. Whatever you want to put up there, you can do it on those golf simulator <laughs> bays. Okay, go to 3Jack and 3Jack.com to secure those bays and learn more about that promotion. Go to 3Jack in the North Loop. Speaking of the weather, this would be a good day to just get out into a body of water, one of the 10,000-plus lakes on a Bennington pontoon from Miller Marine or Power Lodge. They're all about throttle therapy. It's going to be great. We're kind of in that calm before the storm of the football season. So maybe this is your time to take advantage here before Labor Day, before uh, you know, maybe, the, maybe the kids going back to school changes your schedule. Power Lodge and Miller Marine have so many pontoons for you to choose from. Um, and there, you know, maybe you can be like Judd and uh, do backflips off the side like you see on the YouTube channel. Oh, no question about it. An, an athlete like me cannot be contained. I mean, I don't care mm-hmm. if it's a body of water. I don't care where it is. And the Bennington Hall, oh, it's absolutely mm, French kiss, chef's kiss. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, the French kiss. <laughs> <laughs> PowerLodge.com <laughs> and MillerMarine.com. I corrected myself. 
All right, what's stop, left in Judson? Stop. I don't I, I don't ever need to see your tongue again. No, please, God, no. Okay, um, I'm going to continue in my camp notes here. Jordan Addison returns to practice. He is back at practice out of concussion protocol. I fully don't expect to see him play on uh, Saturday, uh, but he looked good today, made a few nice catches. Very interesting that the Vikings, it's clear how uh, tight the competition is. And look, um, Jefferson and Osborne and Addison are completely safe. But it's interesting to see how many guys like Powell and Tristan Jackson and Jalen Rager are being run in with the first team. Like, there is competition here. Um, just to be clear, Jalen Naylor back at practice the last couple practices did not practice today, so he's not been cleared for, obviously, full practice yet. Uh, but Addison has been, looked really, really good. Again, I think if he stays healthy, he's going to have a really nice year. But my concern is, can he stay consistently healthy? Yeah, I think you know, the, the, there are some diminutive receivers out there, you know, guys who are shorter or smaller or lighter. And in today's NFL, you don't get lit up like you would maybe 15, 20, 30 years ago. So now if he can just avoid the big hit, I think the question would be, you know, does he injure himself in other ways, like spraining an ankle or something? Well, the concussions. Concussions, yeah. I mean, he's not a big guy. He's going to he's gonna be faced with press coverage at times. And when he is, he's going to get blasted. And I guess my question is, what's his response? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good uh, – it's – yeah. I think it's uh, it's an offseason that has raised those questions fairly for Jordan Addison. Mm-hmm. Um, cornerback – rookie cornerback Makai Blackman still being brought along slowly, was not doing teamwork today. Uh, so, Joan Williams, the veteran who was signed for the Patriots, was in the first team nickel defense. Uh, Blackman was doing individual work, so I expect him to be fine, I would guess. Again, I think if he's healthy, I think if he's healthy and has practiced enough, which he should be able to, I would not be surprised if he is actually plays outside in the nickel and the big dime uh, to start the season, that it's not Joan Williams. Lewis Seen, <clears throat> excuse me, still out. So he's been out now, got hurt uh, two days ago. Didn't go through the walkthrough yesterday and didn't practice today. Um, O'Connell says it's not a big deal, but it's always a big deal when Lewis seen misses practice time. So I don't know how to yeah. spin this. Like, there's no positive here. It's a big deal. If he misses practice time, he's going to make the roster. But I think the real question is, what can he contribute? Yeah. And I, I'm gonna, of course, Kevin O'Connell is going to downplay it and, you know, either look to the positive or just. And another thing, too, is the Vikings can be really vague about injuries until what the, the Wednesday before the first game of the season. So we're not going to, they have no reason to give us a full update on the extent of anyone's injuries for another two weeks or so. So we're just going to be out here sort of guessing. And that's why we have guys like Judd Zolgad to ask tough questions to TJ Hawkinson, to Kevin O'Connell. That's why we send the sports on the ground. Brian Asamoah. I get his name right now awesome. and find out that it, it was a bad shoulder. Going to be very interesting, by the way, to see who starts, you know, by Jordan Hicks, too, in week one. I, I mean, right now, it, it's probably pace, right? Would they just – it's not like, again, awesome. Yeah. Got to get used to this. Awesome. Brian awesome. It's not like he's coming in having been the two-year starter and, yeah, you can miss some camp. Like, he hasn't no. played either. So, maybe no. it's pace. We'll find all, out. all right, final note. It's the kicker. Kicker. I was going to say kickers. There's no kickers anymore. Yeah, there's there's no kickers. Kick. So, so I got the Declan good news, but then I'm going to f- follow with the thing that scares Phil. So this is going to have two sides to it. Greg Joseph on PATs, two for two. On field goal attempts at the end of practice, four or five. So, okay, four or five. The miss, though, by my count, trying to see, trying to mark, mark it off, myself and see how long the kicks were from 45 yards, which is, I think Phil, what you've expressed a little bit of like, that's the sweet spot of dude, you've got to make all those. Yeah. Well, my, I mean, for me, it's more like the 50 plus we need to stop treating the 50 plus yard misses as well. They're, you know, they're they're just, you know, they're 50, it's a 53 yard or what are you supposed to do? Well, no, today's NFL kickers make those kicks at like a 70% rate. Right. So, I mean, he missed one. I'm not going to, freak out yeah. he's gonna miss some kicks and i want to give it you know what though i want to give everyone equal opportunity to either praise greg joseph or panic about it mm-hmm. 
I see it as an opportunity for him to continue striving you, for perfection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kevin O'Connell. It's not yeah. what's wrong with him. It's pretty it's, hilarious. It's what, what what could be right with yeah. him? Yeah, what could be right with him? Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not what I that's not how I view life. Pretty hilarious. There was this like kicking competition and the guy doesn't even kick a field goal in a meaningless game. So Dude, you you better be careful here because I got a bad feeling you're tempting fate here. Eventually, something really bad is going to happen. He's going to miss week one. He's going to miss a huge kick. Something's going to happen here. And then you're going to have to be like, ah, it's not that big a deal. And we're all going to say, yeah, it is. Yeah, I would. Stand stand by your man. Yeah, I'm fine here. I don't feel like your man should be the Vikings kicker. Yeah, it shouldn't be the guy who was multiple times player of the week and won the Vikings. I feel like win multiple games last year. I feel like you should pick somebody else. I feel like you should pick. I feel like you should ride a different horse. I'm not riding any horse. I can tell you that much. There, it doesn't matter if it's Greg Joseph or Justin <laughs> Jefferson horse. I'm not, not riding our, any that's horse. Not what, okay, that's not what our viewers want. They want you to ride a horse. Oh, I'm getting on any horse. No chance. Okay, if Greg Joseph, if Greg Joseph gets cut by the Vikings during the season, Declan has to ride a horse on the no. YouTube channel. No, if he wins a, if he hits a kick in the Super Bowl to win for the Vikings, I will ride the horse. How about that? Oh, okay. Deal. Or on the, you know it's what? on the record. Nope. If if he gets to the if he you'll puts buy a horse. Vikings, no, I will not buy a horse. I do not want those animals near you'll me. You'll ride a horse at your wedding. No, you'll ride a camel at yes, your wedding. Yes, dude. You'll go AP on it. Oh my god. I was gonna yeah, say well, NFC well, well, championship well, well, game. I was gonna say NFC champ. If he kicks a field goal to put them into the Super Bowl, I would still probably ride a horse for the YouTube channel. Okay, we're going to take the word probably out, and this is going to be verbally binding here. Okay. All right, if Greg Joseph kicks a game winner, so Declan, Declan's, so Declan's terrified of horses for the audience that doesn't know the background here. So basically, in the biggest moment of your life as a Vikings fan, you're kind of going to be rooting against it. No. No, that, that, that's, that's what I will do for a Super Bowl. I will, I will <laughs> conquer my okay. fears that's to fair. ride a GD horse. That, I, I will do that. <laughs> I will do that. I will. I will. I will. I'll forget it. I'll do it. All right. On the record, don't let us forget, audience. Okay. If this happens, don't. No, make I won't sure forget this. I mean, first of all, they'll be going yeah. to a Super Bowl. Second of all, it's too good to forget. Yeah. All right. Speaking of too good to forget, those are Judd's camp notes. Hope everyone learned something today from the sports dad and the way that he uh, attacks these training camp practices with you guys in mind, the audience. With water. Yeah, make sure you hydrate you. properly. You get another one tomorrow. Yeah, it's supposed to, I think, be down in the 80s. It's going to oh, be cool. You're, you're making a chilly. sweater by the end of this. It's going to be chilly by yeah. comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're done with the uh, with the ridiculous temps for now. Okay. So, yeah, there it is. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us here. Almost an hour of Jun's Camp Notes here live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Click the like button and the subscribe button if you would, please. And, yeah, remember that we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die around here. We'll talk more Trey Lance tomorrow and then these guys with another live stream recap of day two joint practice Vikings Cardinal.